I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the last Utopia Talks of 2023. Oh, I feel sad. Yeah, me too. I feel sad. But yeah, next year we'll be back with... So much more fun, frolics, laughter, great guests, everything you need. Yeah, I can't wait for next year. I think we're going to push the podcast even more. Hundred mm-hmm, percent. I have to say, this has been one of my favorite things I've done this year. This podcast with you, me like too, me genuinely. Too. Me too. Um, yeah, so it's I'm been a joy. It's been a delight. Oh. Aww. Okay. <laughs> um, it's been a year. It has. We've done the documentary this year. Yeah, we've. Yeah, that, that feels was- like. When was that? March? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because we started working on that at the end of 2022. Good Lord. Yeah, we did. And anyone who hasn't heard that, um, you can listen to it on our podcast feed. It's called Under the Lights. It's exploring the experiences of women and non-binary people in electronic music. Exactly that. Um, Spoke to a plethora of guests. From Annie Mac to Girls That Sing to Salute. So check it out if you want that was yeah that was that early, was our first thing this year early 23 um and then we came back august september didn't we and then we did we took we talked a little bit about the guests that we've had this mm. year on our last episode yes but obviously go listen to all of them seriously best thing you do this year <laughs> or next year what are your new year's eve plans um i have a gig at warehouse project in manchester which Sick. i'm excited about actually um, I haven't played there this year, so that'd be nice to cool. head back and shout out to my little brother, Harry, who's turning 18. Well, he will be 18 by then. Um, so he's going to come with me, uh, uh, my other brother. Um, so I have a little siblings night out. Oh, incredible. I'm a good sister, by the way. Taking 18 year old Harry to Warehouse Project. Yeah. He can buy the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with what money he's 18. But. That's a great like early night out to be going on. I think when I was 18, like my first night out was to Pop World. Mm. So Warehouse Project is a good place to start. Pop World's also fun, to be fair. Yeah. Do they, I, do I they went there for the first time when I was 16. Do they exist anymore? Do they? I don't know, actually. I don't know. I remember having a um, a shot wheel. A shot, oh, nice. No, was it a shot cake? They called it a shot cake and it was just like, like, a, like shots on shots on shots and it was like a little wedding cake. That's actually adorable. I don't remember anything after that. And actually, I've just remembered, I think that the pop world was called Flares when I went. Ooh. It's quite a good name for a nightclub. Did anyway. you wear your flares there? No, because it was skinny jeans then, wasn't <gasps> it? Okay, question before we go anywhere. Yeah. Are we going to see skinny jeans come back? Not yet. 
but soon. So do you think 2024 is a bit soon? I think it's a little bit soon. But I think in a few years' time... But how many years? I, I would want a love to see... Mm. You know when people talk about like cycles of fashion? I would love to see like the fashion from like I'd love to see those like sunglasses with the moustaches dangling <laughs> I'd love to see them come back what else like those Kanye sunglasses where it was yeah, like the, shutters with the slits slits yeah 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 um, um, I want to see Justin Bieber swishy hair well I was about to say the hair you know like Justin Bieber swishy hair and also you know like I'm gonna say like mid noughties like uh, people from like One Tree Hill or like McFly would have kind of like Hair that kind of goes like yeah, this, and then like sideburns, and then a goatee. Specifically, oh my God. the goatee, the sideburns, and then that sort of yeah. Oh, there's when's so many... that? When? When is that? Surely soon. Like we've seen this year, we've seen mullets. Are we going to see jeggings we... come back? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. Yeah. Okay, quickly, I'm on skinny jeans. Yeah. If they came back, would you wear them again? Probably. Because I, at the time, you couldn't, you wouldn't see me without a skinny jean. I know. I used to wear like skinny, skinny jeans. Spray on. I would wear like really skinny jeans and then like a baggy top. Mm, Yeah, same. Mm. And like Doc Martens. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah. (laughs) But I love a baggy trouser. They're so much more comfortable. They are more comfortable. Do you think we'll look back and be like, I can't believe I wore baggy trousers. I know. I know. I, the only thing is because I like a baggy top, I find sometimes baggy trousers quite hard to style because I end up just wearing like baggy, baggy, baggy. Mm, That's cool though. Um, I know. That's kind of the vibe now. Mm. Yeah. Well, anything could happen. 2024. Anything could happen. Let's see. The year of the return of the skinny jean. Let's see, let's see. Hopefully not. Um, So this episode, we thought we would go through a little end of year roundup, choose some of our best things from this year, some of our favourite moments, and then also chat about some of the things we're excited for next year, just to get us in the mood for New Year's. Exactly, exactly. And it's a good time to kind of reflect and look forward and think like, what was great about last year? What do I want to do this year? Coming in. I love doing that. I'm like a woman who... January 1st, rain or shine, no matter where I am or how I'm feeling, I'm writing out my resolutions. I think it's really helpful. And looking back and being like, ooh, did I do that? No. Yeah. Did I do that? No. Do that? Yeah. Keeping them as a note in your phone. Yeah. Well, I like, a, I like, I like to write them physically in my, in my diary. It's just, it's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll come to New Year's resolutions Ooh. later on in the episode, okay. so stick around if you want to hear those. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Um, but our first category is best album. What yeah. did you go for? Um, so if I'm honest, it wasn't my favourite, favourite year for like albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but having a little think, like I love Little Sims as one that came out kind of end of December 2022. So technically in the last 12 months. No, thank you. It was great. Yeah. Um, and also Barry Can't Swim's album I forgot came out earlier this year as well like great album so many amazing tracks on there uh, and then we we got two albums from Kim Petras one was like an album that had been previously recorded and then leaked and then shelved and then that came out and also her like latest album so some cool stuff yeah that's a real range as well Sims, Barry Can't Swim and Kim Petras Kimmy. those are three very different artists yep story of my um, life. 
what you were saying then about it hasn't been your favourite year for albums. I mean, people are saying that albums aren't being made in the same way these days. People are more playlist oriented with streaming and stuff. Yeah. So maybe people aren't aren't making albums the way they used to. But I think like maybe the output of albums might be less, maybe because yeah. it feels like it's it's obviously a massive, massive piece of work, isn't it? And, yeah. Um and especially in electronic music, like it's it feels like if you make an album it's like you're at a particular level or the electronic music you don't necessarily need one but they're nice to have I don't know it's interesting yeah isn't it my choices I went for Georgia Smith falling or flying Mm. I'm a huge Georgia Smith fan and I was really excited for this album to come out and I really loved it it came out when I was away and I just had it on repeat basically I love that when you just find something you click with yeah yeah long coach journeys I was putting that on um and also absolutely loved Overmono's album I think everyone yeah that's a pretty unanimously well-loved album yeah um Sugar Rush is my favorite track was that the when did that come out that album was it the top of this year it came out May of this year on XL got it yeah good lies I just love all the dogs that they use. On. Same. Also, their boiler room is so good. I don't know if I've watched their boiler room. It though. came out quite recently. Okay. Their one in Manchester. I think it's in Manchester. Sick. I um, mean, they've got so many bangers, haven't they? Like individually yeah. and as a pair. Well, I only found out after watching that boiler room because they do a rework of Hackney Parrot. Oh, I didn't realise that that was made by one of the brothers in Overmono under Tesla. Tesla, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I also didn't know they were brothers until and watching that Irish? boiler room. No, they're not Irish. No, I made that up. I think I made that up. Bicep are Irish, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah. Overmono, I don't know. And then my final pick. No, they're not. Um, another chill one. Cleo Soul Gold. Yes. I love Cleo Soul. Same. I'm really gutted I didn't go to that Salt performance yeah. the other week. Because they, was that, oh, again, was that this year or last year and they dropped like three albums in one week, Salt. I think that was this year. I think I it might think. have been. Yeah. I God, it all blurs, doesn't it? It does. And you know what? Just quickly, I, this was an out 2022 album, late 2022, but Stormzy's latest album for me was an album I had on repeat. The track with Nao. Is yeah. it Bad Blood? Uh, no... The one with Nao is a tune. Wait. Oh, is it bad? Oh, it is bad, but sorry. Yes. That one that samples Nao's original track. Bad sorry. Blood. Yeah. That for me, that album. And I was listening to a lot because I went away like right at the start of January of my friend to Morocco. And I was listening to that album most just mm. on repeat and like all the layers sonically it's like so varied and warm and like just rich musically and like yeah I think you have to sit down and listen to it like with Cleo Soul like those kind of albums yeah. you need to just like sit and let them in go with you and there's so much to hear there's so many like great contributions on the album from other artists as well like Debbie oh um, yeah the Debbie tunes amazing Sampha loads of Miss Banks um yeah, that is a great shout. For yeah, so that was November 2020, okay, yeah, but I yeah. would count that because I really listened to it this start of this year. Yeah, I feel like those count. Yeah. End, of, end of 2020. Oh, okay, cool. Um, best song. Ooh. What did you go for? Best song. Uh, okay, so again, it's very hard to pick these things because 
There's a lot of, there's been a lot of tunes. A lot of tunes. A lot of dance tunes. Full disclosure, I listen to about 500 dance tunes for my radio show alone. And it's a lot. So I listen to a lot of music. So it's interesting because listening to music recreationally, I actually don't do as often as like I used to, like maybe like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because before music became like properly my career and like what I do day to day... I think I just have more time and like I'd listen to music in a different way. Anyway, that's boring. But picking a tune, I'm going to pick uh, a tune from my label. Yeah. Because I loved launching my label this year, but I love them all. This one, I think I've probably got the most memories of. Well, this, okay, in terms of like playing out, Spicy Ghost, Ghost, Ghost is just, I've got so many great memories dropping that. I've been dropping that in sets for like, maybe since two years ago or a year and a half ago when he first sent it to me and then we signed it. So I think that, like sampling the Spice Girls, techno, and just seeing loads of other DJs playing that in their sets um, has been really, really cool. And yeah. like, it's been really great for him and the label. And that's one I would pick, I think. That's one of those ones where whenever you drop that, I feel like loads of people are like, ID, ID, ID. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, because when I went to Australia in March, literally forgot that happened. That tune... People were messaging me about it constantly afterwards when I played it at Pitch in Melbourne. Well, I remember when I went to your set at Mighty Hoopla, a couple of my friends were there and it was before it actually officially had the release, I think. Yeah, it would have been. And they were like, please, can you ask um, Jaguar what this this, uh, track was? Mm. So it's one that definitely goes off and it gets people's attention. Yeah, I love that. I went for Anne's Clearly Rushing. Oh, that is a banger. I really like Anne's. I really like her NTS show. Love her releases. Mm. She's a great presenter. Yeah, she's great. She's funny, charming, um, yeah. knowledgeable. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, and that song I really, really like. Played it in my Park Life set. I've played it a lot on my Represent show. Oy, oy. Um, it just gives me that energy, like that. It's a weird tune as well. Like, Yeah, it's, it's different to other, other releases. Yeah, I love Anne's. Everything she does is ju- it is just impeccable. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be my pick for mm. that. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, what's your favourite festival that you've been to this year? Your best festival? Um, Give me a rundown of what you've been to, if you can, roughly, because I know it's going to be a lot. Yeah, it's weird because obviously, basically every festival I went to was, obviously it was enjoyable, but it was all for work. Yeah. Like, I was DJing, I think. And like when you're there DJing, it is obviously really fun and exciting. But sometimes you are like in and out or... Um, or you like to travel but you're not like it's not the same as going of somewhere course. and like you're off the clock oh, you, and you're you've just got a job to do haven't you responsible yeah. thing to do um, but saying that I've had obviously they've been really fun um, yeah park life mm-hmm. uh, got a big weekend in Dundee uh, Glastonbury Reading Hoopla Hoopla uh, Beat Herder um, one out festival. Hide out briefly. That was fun. Can't remember. That'll do. Yeah, that's a lot. I that's... think snow bombing. Did I do? Might have done that. In Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did snow bombing. Um, my favorite one. I'm gonna pick Boardmasters, uh, which is in Cornwall, end of August generally or middle of August. Um, because it was it was a mission to get there. I almost didn't get there, so I came from the Channel Islands. To, I'd been I'd been at home for like a week or two weeks, and then I planned it, so I had to be there on the Saturday. 
let's say. So I left on the Friday. I was meant to leave on the Friday, fly to Guernsey, which is the neighboring island, and then which is like a 10 minute flight and then fly to uh, Exeter in Devon. And then I was going to get oh a God. train to Cornwall. But even though I tried to do it like a whole day in advance, like there was loads of fog and there, it was like a really sunny week all week and then suddenly on the day it's just thick fog and these planes in the Channel oh, Islands are like small planes big. I bet yeah. yeah so you can't travel anywhere and even though it literally takes 10 minutes to get to Guernsey the neighbouring island I was at the airport all day and there were no planes flying so I didn't go to Guernsey so then the next day I luckily got on a flight there was one space and then I flew to Southampton and then I got a train which then was cancelled then I got another train and then I got a taxi from Plymouth to Newquay and then literally made it to my set like with a good 10 minutes to spare on the Saturday and had a really fun set and the reason I loved it is because my little brother was there and my dad was there um and it was really really sweet actually like it was really nice it was a really really fun set I think considering as well it took me so long to get there it was so worth it yeah even though it was raining a little bit too it was on the point stage and you've got like the sea behind you like it's a really really cool stage to play um and yeah it was just a really cute one to be honest Boardmasters is one I would really like to go to yeah you should I've seen loads of like clips of course of like people doing sets there and I've heard really good things mm. like the setting is really like it looks amazing yeah when it's hot as well like the year yeah, before people go swimming don't they and everything yeah the year before it was like super hot and like it's it is beautiful eh? yeah Just, that's definitely one of my festival bucket mm. list for sure what about you what was your fave well shoot me for saying it but it was my first ever Glastonbury and that is like the festival to end all festivals so that was amazing I had one of the best weekends of my life probably do you think it was just so fun and I was with like so many close friends and like coming to like your set and like going your sets I think it was in the end yeah seeing Elton John when you know that's um, not every day these things happen yeah and then even like uh, I spent a lot of it with Johnny, my best mate, and then also felt like I got a lot closer with like new people. Like spent quite a lot of time with Kimmy, yeah, which was random but like super fun. We love Kim. Um, the Tabasco boys are funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a really fun weekend. It felt it felt like I was just in a different space. Oh, it, it is though. It's like yeah. its own. It's its own. Um, What's the word? Micro. Well, it becomes one of the biggest towns in cities, whatever. It is. It's, it's like you leave the real world and you yeah. enter somewhere else. And you could literally be someone else if you want for like a week. I feel like some people do. They just yeah. Like... yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people have spoken about Glastonbury oh, enough. Um, also, really enjoyed Mighty Hoopla. Oh, yeah. We had some fun at Mighty Hoopla. I did a set, which was really Oh my nice. God, you also... No, listen... KJ Baxter's set was probably one of my favourite because it was just, well, it was just a fabulous day anyway. And like, mm. it was literally the happiest place in the world bar like Disneyland, my dear. Yeah. And then you were there in the tent playing bangers, yeah. giving us like James, James, James remixes of 212. You were giving us like silly and then you're giving us cool, like you're giving just everything. Right. And I was there with Leo just swinging off that barrier <laughs> slapping my hand against it dancing drinking hand it was yeah. pure joy 
That was also um, the day where we had some secret champagne. <laughs> that was good. I think I've still got the um, plastic goblet yeah, glass that I stole. Take that back next year and get the two pound fifty. Yeah, back. absolutely. Um, yeah, and then also <laughs> Park Life. My parents came, and that was really really nice. That was cute. Also, my parents like loved your set as well. Oh my god, <laughs> love that. Yeah, my parents are like sixty. <laughs> My mum's 63, my dad's 60. So they looked very out of place at Park Life. You're never um, too old. Yeah, I think quite a few people asked my dad if he was selling, which was quite no funny. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because he was obviously just like a random old guy and everyone was like... Mm, what did he... they say? What did he like, say? Pills. He he was like, what do you want? <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> he was like, mm, wrong guy, wrong guy. Oh um, I think he played it. I think he played it well. But, um, That's so funny. Yeah, that was funny. Also, final one for I bought no, go my on. boring round go of on. festivals of this year. Body movements. Oh my god. It's such a good day out. I had so much fun at body movements. I went with one friend, which was like perfect. Mm. Small group. We just went, we saw Eris Drew and Octo Octo go back to back. We saw Searsha. We saw Hi. We saw Joshua James do yeah. a really good set. Um Bianco did a set. Honestly, it was great. I still haven't been. I would really like to be there in 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah and you know what? When when you go on a night on a night out or a day out with just one other person, I've had some of my best nights ever. When it, when you're just like a duo and you're just yeah. like, let's go. I feel like those sometimes can be the most fun ones. It's it makes it such a low maintenance day, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's just like the two of you, especially when you have similar similar people that you want to go see mm. or just like laid back like you just trust that the music's going to be good all day basically wherever you go yep. so just enjoy go with the wind Love it's that. one of those festivals mm. yeah we'll be back after a short break <laughs> okay so we're having our rundown of the year um we've touched on people we've seen but if you're gonna go for your best live performances that you've seen this year who are you going to pick? Okay. Beyonce Renaissance Tour mm. blew my mind. Confidence Man at Brighton Pride. So much fun. Saw Sam Smith in Auckland, which was cool. Paolo Natini was good. Eliza at Coco was good. But only mm. one lady is going to take the crown for me. And I think there's an element of whatever you had last is, you know, the one, the person you saw last is like, that was the best. Mm. I know but what I, mean. I, know what I, mean. I went to go see Joy Crooks at Hackney Church and she did a fundraiser for Palestine. Sick. Raised £95,000 with Choose Love over two nights uh, for charities serious? in Gaza. Oh um, and obviously she's an incredible talent, incredibly talented musician, beautiful voice, but also... Um, the fact that the night raised so much money and she spoke really well about Palestine. They also had someone from the Choose Love charity and someone from another charity, which I think was called Restless Beings, okay. um, who gave like really powerful speeches. And it just made me think like the power of music and like what a credit it is to her for like doing that and so many other artists incredible like, imagine yeah. if every artist did that how much money it could raise um so yeah for my best life performance joy crooks at hackney church that's such a good one like also props to her for like 
being so reactive and being like, we're going to do this and we're going to raise money. And yeah. Like, That's sick. Yeah. Love that. And yeah, she's amazing live. Yeah. She is. She Ooh, is. Those are all really good people. I think, I mean, I was also, I also was lucky enough to see Beyonce this year and like, I never thought I'd actually get to see Beyonce live. I know. I, I think I, I think we bought last minute tickets. They were just like, some just became available. So I didn't know I was going till like two weeks before. And oh my God. I think probably it has to be for of all time, Beyonce has to be the best person I've seen. Like you can't fault it. And how she did like tracks from literally her first album, like yeah. Dangerously in Love. Which she just, she did like a pre-show, didn't she? She like wore her, she did like, it was like 20 minutes at the beginning and it was kind of like the older songs just yeah, to get everyone going. Split into acts. Yeah. So, yeah. And then like the proper like Renaissance show, like properly queer, lots of like silver and disco balls when she's on the disc, on the flying horse at the end. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was so it, well thought out, wasn't it? it? Like just every second of the show felt like it had been thought about and like yeah as you say so many references mm. like queer culture black culture yeah uh, women in music as well yeah um yeah. and also um i don't know if it was the one i went to but near archives warmed up for yes. beyonce yeah in one of the or a couple of the shows which again is like amazing um i also just remembered my memory is so bad one of my favorite things i've seen this year Talia and the South Bank with an orchestra. Well, you were there. I was with you. Oh, yeah, that, was that was in February, babes. Wow. I've only just that only just triggered, but that was in Yeah, that we, was, we were both there. That and was so cool. <laughs> we were sat next to Marianne Hobbs. Yeah. <laughs> we got Mary. That was such a cool way of like reimagining her music. Yeah. It was yeah that was this year. Wow, that feels like about five years ago. I know. Uh, yeah, those are probably mine. Cool. TBH. Okay, so those are our best live performances. Um, this one is a bit more personal. Um, what is your proudest moment of this year? Um, for me, a couple of things. I think for me, my Mixed Mag Lab, which was in January, which is crazy that it's almost been a year since that. Um, I think I've spoken about this in a previous episode, but like that... Well, one, it just felt so wholesome and like a celebration of everyone and like all the usual suspects and friends and family were there. And it was just, it felt like such a supportive, loving, amazing environment. And I still, I really point, pinpoint that as well for like me, like falling back in love with DJing again and like also just getting back, back on the old horse and like, you know, get feeling better within myself. Like it was, it was just, there's a lot of, I tie to that moment. Um, and it, and I felt like it kind of has been like helped cement me in like this where I'm going musically, and I just I'm just really proud of it. I think it's a really good mix. Uh, and Utopia becoming a label, I think, is is something I'm really proud of because I've always wanted to run a record label. Um, I have been kind of making up as I go along, but I've loved I've loved it, and I want to do more of that next year. Those are two great choices. Mm. I'm excited to see the label like blossom next year. It's had such a big start. I mean, Flavor D, yeah, Spice Girls, yeah. We've um, we've released ten tracks this year, which is since March. So that's pretty good going, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. And met some amazing people. Like I've learned a lot. 
and it's just been a real joy. It's going to get bigger and better for sure. Mm. And the Mixed Mag Lab, we've spoken about, it was amazing. Mm. I had so much fun there. Thank you. What about you? Um, you proud of? One of mine is something that we've already touched on either in this episode or last week's episode, so I won't go into it too much, but the documentary I was really proud of. Yeah. Because it was my first time making something like that. It was such a daunting, like, big piece of work. Um, And then, like, you know, we worked really hard together on, like, the scripting of it, how we were going to structure it. I think we spoke to a real, really high quality level of guests. Yeah. I was just, yeah, that was a big, big one for me. I would love to make another documentary soon in my career. Um, Other ones for me would be... um, DJing at festivals was really cool. Mighty Hoopla, Park Life, Ibiza was a big one. Yeah. That was really fun. Kind of last minute, but so much fun. Um, that was April, wasn't it? We were in Ibiza. Yeah, again, it feels like forever ago. It does. Um, and also like, not music or career related, but I'm proud of myself for my travelling. Yeah. Like doing a little bit of solo travelling and just like going away and refinding myself again we went into this last episode i'm not going to go back into the cringy travel <laughs> blogger no, but vibe but yeah i'm proud of myself for that that is amazing i'm proud of you too i'm proud of you too god that's so great <laughs> uh do you have any new year's resolutions we touched do. on this at the start you said you love them go, i do i go. love them I, these are the ones i can think about I, I think i've written down about eight but this is the ones i can remember to maintain balance in my life because i feel like this year i started to really get a bit of balance like yeah. work-life balance and like balance yeah i'm gonna try and do yoga once a week great because i i'm not naturally very flexible but i do enjoy stretching and I actually live above like a yoga studio, so there's literally no excuse. I think if I did that once a week, that would just be a really nice time yeah. to just decompress. That's also kind of linked with like mindfulness. and that Yeah, thing, that's the it? reason. Yeah. And also just like I want to get like strong, stronger, strong back, you know, get that spine nice and strong and stretch it all out. Love a stretch. Anyway, um, I want to learn the drums. Nice. Uh write and do production yeah sick sick do production production. do some more production oh might have already started something Mm. might be collabing with someone who we've had on the podcast might be maybe who knows Ooh. Maybe you'll hear it in January. Maybe. Ooh. I've already heard it and it's sick. Mm. So those are all I can remember. Um, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. And those cover different parts of your personal and professional life, which is always nice. Yeah. Um, what have you got? I want to do more sober nights. Yeah. Or at the very least... Which I think I have actually done a little bit better this year, but I've slipped back a little bit. Just do more like, get like a little bit silly, but it doesn't need to be outrageous nights, you know? God, you're growing up. I know. Back in the day, you know what I was like. I was bad. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. And I think I've, yeah, that's something I um, want to do more. Like I used to pressure myself to go out every Friday and Saturday it's not necessary. No. You don't need to do that. And I don't need to be getting smashed on a Thursday night. You don't need to do that. Um, wow. I, yeah. So I'm going to try anyway. That's, and that's actually like quite a challenging one for me. Um, 
so yeah that's one I want to do for 2024 I also want to take more risks I want to get out of my comfort zone which again I've kind of done a little bit of this year but I want to do more next year because I think that's how I will thrive yeah I think that's a really good one because it's 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 scary but also to like to be outside your comfort zone and also sometimes it's easier just to like stay in your lane and like you're like oh but I know I know how this makes me feel like this isn't this is safe yeah 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 but actually being outside of the safe zone and maybe doing things like forcing yourself to do things like oh maybe I'm not ready or just just do it yeah trial and error definitely try it by doing it love that any more my final one um is to collaborate more with people um so like recently I posted on my Instagram like I'm looking for guest mixes for my represent show. And I was overwhelmed by how many people messaged me. Sick. I was really not expecting. I thought, you know, maybe like one or two people. Um, but so many people got in touch with me. And like, I specifically said in the post, like, send it to your friends. Like, I don't just want to work with like people who I've worked with before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had like new people reaching out to me. And that was really, really nice. And uh, my most recent show, I had... Jess Hands love. do a guest mix for me. We love Jess. And she did a great mix. Um, and my next show, which is on Saturday, I have um, a producer called Nelson. Um, oh, yeah. He's great. He's great. Alfie. Um, Sick. So I was like already in the space of like, literally since I've done that post, I've had two incredible mixes sent to me. And I've got so many more coming from people who I'm like, actually like honoured that they want yeah. to like work with me so yeah I want to collaborate more next year um, Love that. with people on represent outside of represent everywhere a year of collaboration a year of collaboration cool love that what are you most excited for 2024 um you know what this is I guess it's, I don't know if it's a good thing but normally I have like I'm scheming this time of year, got my grand plans and mm-hmm. I, I have been scheming for sure, don't worry, but I don't have any grand plans for next year for once. Normally I literally enter the year and I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have these like goals. I'm like, yes, I think it's maybe I've ticked off a lot of goals I've wanted to do, but, but also I think it's mainly, I've been so happy with like work-wise how things have gone this year. I think cause I've worked so hard to get to this point and like, yeah. I've really just focused on putting my energy emotionally, physically, spiritually into the things that I love doing. And I feel like I've got like autonomy and it, and it, I, you know, I mean, I can like make a difference within that. And I'm kind of mainly talking about this podcast, label, club nights, DJing. Um, and it's been my favorite year ever. Yeah. So I kind of just want to do more of the same and keep growing, keep releasing music, keep doing these podcasts with you, traveling the world having a great fucking time and just connecting with human beings that's what I want to do oh yeah yeah I mean as you say like you've built the foundations of I mean more than the foundations but you've you've built this thing with Utopia now and it's just seeing how big it can get and the sky's the limit really Mm. you know there's so many facets to what you're doing now which is so exciting. Thanks, babes. So yeah, no, no huge plans. Um, yeah. And also what is fun as well about the year, sometimes just seeing what happens. So many random, yeah. crazy, wonderful, weird things happen yeah. along the way. What's the weirdest thing that happened to you in 2023? Uh, weirdest thing. Um, mm, 
I'm trying to think. I had to tell a girl that she had chlamydia this year. <gasps> I didn't give chlamydia to. Why? I don't know if I can tell like, on the podcast. Are they like employing you to knock on people's <laughs> doors and be like, excuse me, you've got chlamydia? Basically, Go when I was in Australia, yep. two people had sex in my dorm loudly had sex oh. in my dorm because um, I was staying in like an eight bed hostel dorm I kind of like didn't really think that much of it like whatever anyway um, a couple of weeks later I get a message from another girl in that hostel being like hey do you know who the girl was who had sex with this boy because he's now going around this new hostel bragging that he's got chlamydia and he's been having sex with loads of girls Oh, which is vile so anyway I did know who the girl was and I ended up having to message her being like, hey, I'm so, so sorry. This is so weird. Bearing in mind, this is a girl I'd met for like five minutes being like, hey, I'm so sorry, but you might have chlamydia. Um, These are the circumstances. I hope you're having a great trip. Because also, there's no symptoms Hope for girls. You're well. So I didn't, you know, it's one of them. It's like she might not, she might have it and not know. Oh, true, true. So anyway, I that was a weird thing to happen to me. That wasn't on the bingo card for 2023. God, that's that's. I can't think of a weird thing. Oh, there's one thing that Jaguar wants to say but can't say. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything random and weird happen? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. What are you excited for? I am excited to do more podcasts, do more DJing, hopefully fulfil my New Year's resolutions Mm. and become a more independent woman. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm going to turn 27 next year and that feels quite a big age. Do you feel excited, scared? I do feel excited. Good, good. I feel like as every year passes, I get to know myself a little bit better. I learn a little bit more about the world I inhabit. And That's so lovely. Yeah. Yep. Loads of great things happening. It's going to be a massive year for Utopia Talks. We'll see you in 2024. We'll see you in 2024. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Bye. Bye. Utopia Talks is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.